Welcome to the Conscious Business Leader Show. I'm Anna Choi, founder and CEO of Conscious Business Coaching, helping high achieving business leaders prevent burnout to grow in flow. Our firm empowers the next generation of global leaders who will cause a tipping point in elevating humanity's consciousness. Join us for the end of the show, where we'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing business inspiration podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Ready? Let's go. We have Ashley Cameron right now with us. How are you doing, Ashley? I'm really good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm very excited to be doing this recording with you right now. Thank you. Me too. Of course. And so what is the story of how you got to where you are today? Oh my gosh. It's kind of a crazy story. Um, Please share. <laughs> so I went to college to become a math teacher, mm-hmm. um, Calc 2 to be exact for high school. Um, I made it about three years in and moved home after and um, went and lived in the San Juan Islands on a bus that was converted into a cabin on five acres. Wow. Cell phone service, completely off the grid. It was um, completely unlike me. Mm-hmm. Um, we lived there for about a year and then we came home to Kitsap County. Mm-hmm. Um, I needed a job. I started scanning documents in the basement of a um, real estate company for minimum wage, just making the company digital, mm-hmm. literally in the basement, started from the bottom. Okay. Um, from there, I got my real estate license about six months after that, mm-hmm. played the real estate game for about a year, um, switched over to the dark side and mortgage. <laughs> right after that. And I've been in ever since. So started in the industry at 21 scanning documents to make a company digital. And now I literally just got the keys to my office, my own office, um, a week ago. So very exciting. Congratulations. Thanks. It's, it's, uh, been a whirlwind. Yes, I'm sure. I'm sure, especially in this year as well. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. I think every industry, every business has had its ups and downs, but I honestly think it's going to be for the better and really great for Zoom, right? <laughs> yeah, right. I know Zoom is loving it. <laughs> and so now you are enjoying the dark side. You decided to stay on the dark side as far as mortgages. 100%. I still miss going out and looking at the homes, but some of my real estate friends let me tag along with them. So. Okay. I, you know, no one really wants to talk about the money side. That's the scary part. It's the, oh my gosh, this is real part. The houses, yes, that makes it real. That makes it fun. That's what you fall in love with. But when you come and talk to me about money, that's scary. And yeah. so my whole job is to help people obtain their dream in home ownership. But the steps you have to take there can sometimes be overwhelming, exhausting, mm-hmm. um, really quite terrifying. So for me, it's important that I'm able to meet people where they're at, help get them to where they want to be and hold their hand in the Mm in-between. And fun part of my job, I don't Mm -hmm. necessarily get to help them pick out their bedrooms, but the fact that I get to be part of the process, that's what gets me out of bed in the morning. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. And so how do you kind of manage like their energy management? Because like you said, it can be a very overwhelming process. How do you keep them calm and not overwhelmed? You know, I, I I think like when I think of mortgage or when I think of a real estate agent, I think of a, for lack of a better term, just, you know, stuffy old, you know, mm-hmm. person who's like <laughs> not excited about life. And when people come to my office, we're wearing jeans, we're happy, we okay. 
we're, we're excited for them. And I have a business partner and I always call him the boring one and me, the fun one. He'll, he'll be <laughs> like debt to income ratio, credit score, all this crazy stuff. And I'll be like, okay, so in layman's terms, what that really means, let me help you. <laughs> exactly. And I think that, you know, mortgage for most people, or at least no one wakes up or thinks when they're younger, that they're going to be a loan officer when they grow up. It's mm-hmm. just not a career path that you want to take. But my whole job is to hang out with people all day, make them feel comfortable about the biggest decision of their life. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, when I get a call and say, "Hey, we funded," that's so exciting. Mm-hmm. So managing the roller coaster is just a part of my job. You, we wear so many different hats. We're, you know, sometimes I'm walking around bouncing a baby while they're mm-hmm. talking to Scott about lock, like locking loans. Mm-hmm. Other times I'm playing on the floor coloring with a toddler. Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes I'm going to their home and picking up documents. You know, a mom's crying in front of me because she's really nervous about the process. Our mm-hmm. husband's underway and they're purchasing a home and he's not here to sign documents with them. So the different hats that we have to wear throughout mm-hmm. the process. And after, you know, seven, eight, oh my gosh, eight years of being in the business, mm-hmm. we just get used to it. And it's why we love what we do because yeah. every transaction is a puzzle and we get to put it together and mm-hmm. every, every person we meet is on a different path. Right. So, and you need to yeah. make amazing things happen. People I'm sure who think that maybe they can't be a homeowner or whatever, and then you get to make that happen for them. Yes. It's, it's really fun. And you know, a lot of people don't fully understand what I do all day. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, I look at credit income assets and debt to income ratio, tell you which loan program would be best for you. And then uh, issue a pre-approval letter. Right. Yeah. But I also get to go and have coffee with mm-hmm. you. I get to, I get to see pictures of homes after you've lived in it for five years and what you've done to it. And you come back to me and you want to buy your next home. I'm putting people in their forever homes. I'm putting people in their first homes. Mm-hmm. There's so many different layers that come along with it. It's not just pushing paperwork. And mm-hmm. I think that's where the misnomer lies. I'm not scary. I'm like five foot two. I'm not going to do anything. <laughs> I'm sure, you know, strong per- the, that strong personality though, like I got you, I'm going to help you oh, through this. I got some sass if I need to pull it out, but, right. but no, like when it comes to my clients, I will go to bat for them every, every step of the way. Mm-hmm. And you know, my, some of my favorite clients are the ones that aren't quite there yet. The people mm-hmm. that talk to me in advance and they don't actually qualify, but we take the time to walk through this process. Here's the steps that you need to take to get there. Mm-hmm. And when there and it was someone I worked with for over a year and they're finally closing and they call me and they say thank you so much I'm thanking them like that's that's what fills my cup that's exciting for me so yeah it's it's a big job it's a tough job it's a mm-hmm. stressful job but the reward and seeing families light up it that's worth it to me Right. And that's exactly what I wanted to ask next. Like you said, you <laughs> help people fill their cup and it fills your cup, but how do you sustain yourself? What are you, what energy practices do you do to make sure you just don't get overwhelmed when you're trying to help so many people? You know, how do you help yourself? Oh my gosh, that's a really good question. So helping myself. So I, every day I have morning routine. I think morning routine is the only thing that saves me. I try to wake okay. up before my kids wake up. I have three kids at home. So that's mm-hmm. a whole different realm <laughs> that we don't even need to dive into. Yeah. But, um, you know, waking up coffee in the morning, journaling in the morning, gratitude journal every single morning, because Mm -hmm. in this industry, there's, there's so many ways that you can take losses. And if you don't stop to think about what you're thankful for, it will crush you. Um, so really being thankful for, you know, everything that I have, my referral partners, my business partners, my, my teams and my assistants, um, that, that really helps me set the tone for the day and get through the day. Also exercise, I, I don't know if that's considered self-care anymore. Like it's just a thing that we have to do now, but mm-hmm. um, the exercise has saved my life. Um, 
What else do I do? <laughs> I have, I, I, you know what the best thing that I've done in the last year is surround myself with people who hold me accountable to my goals and my growth. Because when you're in, when you're in a room with people that are pushing you and are excited about life and are ready to rock and roll and want to do things, I think that helps your energy levels. It's when I, when I'm not around that energy that I feel the most strained. So I think choosing the right people to spend your time with is the most important self-care act you can do for yourself. Absolutely. Cause we can't take care of ourselves a hundred percent of the time all the time. So when you're around people, like I said, who feed you that energy, when you're running a little low, running a little empty, it helps a lot. hundred percent. Absolutely agree. And so what are some of the obstacles that you see your peers struggle with when it comes to energy management? Oh, energy management is so tough because I think it's something that we're just now starting to discuss. It's mm-hmm. something that's just now yes. becoming relevant. Um, you know, I think that for a long time, um, hustle and grind was the term. And my good friend, Anna, taught me hustle and flow. Mm-hmm. And I think that I think a lot of us need to live in that flow in order to survive because, you know, now in this world of entrepreneurs, we can go, we can dictate how much money we make by how, mm-hmm. how much work we do. And if you have the time, effort and energy to work, most of us are working or right. choosing to work. But the fact is, is that we burn out. And I always say I run marathons. Like I go, I'll, I'll go for six months really, really, really oh, wow. hard. Mm-hmm. And then I'll take a week vacation. Um, my partner, he's different. He runs sprints. He, he works really hard for a month and then needs a short, a really short week and mm-hmm. get away where he's not answering his phone. But for me, it took me a really long time to understand the fact that it was okay that I didn't answer every single phone call mm-hmm. or make every single client. Mm-hmm. Um, granted, I want to help everyone that I possibly can, but for my sanity, for my client sanity, for my family, it's important to set appropriate boundaries. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really believe in work-life balance because I love mm-hmm. my job so much. It kind of encroaches on my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's kind of morphed into I'm in a grocery store. Someone comes up to me. They know that I did a mortgage for their friend. And now I'm talking to them about a mortgage while my kids are in the cart. That's just the way entrepreneurs are. But at the same time, realizing like, hey, I probably need to take a break and get a pedicure this afternoon. <laughs> like, you know, that's okay too. It just took me a long time to understand that taking care of you and taking a break, going on a run in the middle of the day, not answering the phone call or putting the phone down for that matter right. is totally fine as well. Business will still come. Energy flows the same way that you flow. So I think that if you're calm, cool, and collected, if you're taking care of yourself, then the business will come. And there's no reason to, because if you run yourself down, now everything is down. You can, nothing is moving now. <laughs> I'm still learning that lesson though. Look at the bags on your eyes. I'm trying. I'm still really trying. <laughs> I get told all the times, like, you're still going? Oh, okay. You're still going. No, I mean, like last night, I woke up at four o'clock this morning and I was like, well, I could just do this, this, and this. Oh, you're crazy. Just drink your cup of coffee. <laughs> and relax and relax. It's a constant reminder. And like you said, it's just that expectation for ourselves that we have to go, go, go. Like you said, especially as an entrepreneur where it falls on us. So we feel like, okay, I'm just going to do everything and learning well, what yeah, we can kind of give away. Working moms too, I think we have it in dads. Working moms and dads have it the hardest because we're trying, especially in an entrepreneur world, because we can go, we don't just turn off when we go home. Mm-hmm. We go home and we still, I could still work for six more hours after I get home, right. but actually physically setting the, t- uh, setting the time apart to be completely present with my children, then going back and being completely present with work. I think presence was the number one thing that I learned last okay. year. You have to be present wherever you're at. 
Otherwise, everything is going to, if you're half-assing everything, it's not going to work. Like, it just doesn't everything, work. Yes, and everything's at 50%. So now we're all, now everything's unhappy. <laughs> exactly. And I want to be at my highest and best use all the time in every aspect of my life. So I know that I, I'm not the best down the floor and play with my kids, but I'm really good at being present with them. Okay. I'm really not good at underwriting. I'm really not good at guidelines, <laughs> but I'm really good at making sure that my clients are happy and feel comfortable walking through the process. So I'm going to stay in my lane mm-hmm. forever. And when I stay in my lane, I'm happy. I'm not burnt out. I'm not exhausted. So when I try to see planes, that's when it, that's when it gets messy in real life. I'm a horrible driver in real life. (laughs) (laughs) And so you're obviously, you know, you're a mother, you help people, you help yourself. So what does then being a conscious business leader mean to you? Oh man, this stuff, this question is so tough because I feel like in my industry, um, there's just so much business to be had. So I see, I see a lot of people in our industry burn out. Um, you know, people are always looking to purchase homes, whether interest rates are the way that they are right now, or if they're at 12%, like they were in the eighties, like people are always looking to purchase homes. So it's easy to get caught up in the fact of more. We always want more, right? More, more business, more money. That's why we wake up and go to work every day. We'd be fooling ourselves if we said that's not why we go to work. But there's an underlying issue for why you do what you do. And I think that's what makes you a conscious business owner is every day reminding yourself your why and why you wake up in the morning and why you're here. And we can get so caught up in a loan or a problem or an issue or the fact that we don't have as much volume or business as we want to have that month. But if I actually sit back and remember, okay, Ash, like this is why you do this, Mm -hmm. helping people reach their goal of homeownership, you're making people's dreams come true. And it really homeownership and and it has been for years and years in America, it's the American dream. And, you know, when I bought my first house, and I, I had been in the business for five years before I got my first house and I was terrified mm. and I do this for a living. So right. putting myself in that position and saying, okay, this is why I do what I do because this is scary. This mm. is a big, scary thing. Mm-hmm. But everyone, anybody should be able to do this. And I get to be the conduit to help people get there. Yeah. That's and right. they come back, you know, in 20 years and they say, oh yeah, she helped me buy my first house. That's awesome. That's it. That's, it. <laughs> That's the good stuff. So being a conscious business owner to me means, you know, maintaining your business, showing up for your clients, keeping your small promises, remembering your why, mm-hmm. and then showing up as who you're supposed to every single day. And I'm not saying that I do that every day. I don't think anybody does that every day. But if I, if I'm in a lull or I'm not happy at work or I or I, I don't have business or something's happening. I go back to the small things that you have to do. You have to, you have to make, like, we, we got pretty big over the last, you know, couple of years, our business has doubled. We've done mm-hmm. a lot of business mm-hmm. in, in the community, but you have to do the small things. You have to remember to play small, even when you get big. And I think, you know, being a conscious business owner, knowing your community, being involved in your mm-hmm. community, showing up, um, being kind, gosh, yeah. I don't even have to say that now in the 2020, like yes. just kind, be kind. Like, yes. <laughs> there's enough business to be had for all of us. Everyone. All of us. Yeah. So, and I don't know. It, we we were able to do a massive charity event a year and a half ago. We weren't able to do that this year due to COVID. But it it was it, 
surreal that we were able to do a passion project simultaneously while maintaining our business, but being involved in the community and being able to give back and then having other people in the community join us and be excited about giving back. Like, Hey, there's another why, right? That's why we do what we do. Um, And I never thought that we would be there ever. I mean, scanning documents in the basement was for minimum wage was (laughs) things like yesterday to me. And now like being we're here. We're here. <laughs> it took a while, but we're here. But but there's still so much room and opportunity for growth. And I'm still learning every single day. This business is crazy. Things change constantly. I'm not tech savvy, which is not good. <laughs> I'm not. And because I'm a face-to-face person. So like I want my clients to sit in front of me, which is crazy because I'm a millennial. Mm-hmm. But I, I I prefer to meet with all of my clients. It's yeah. just, you know, I think society says that we've gone away from that face-to-face interaction mm-hmm. because we can, but most of us, especially millennials, we want that face-to-face mm-hmm. interaction. We miss it. We want it. Yeah. And I mean, granted COVID right now, we can't do a lot, but right. we missed, I, I think having the face-to-face interaction is what instills trust. Mm-hmm. And when you're purchasing or making the biggest purchase of your life. Like you need to trust the person sitting in front of you, telling you what to do, asking you for every single document that you've ever had sent to you. Like I'm going to see all the times you go to McDonald's. I'm going to see all those things. So you need to be able to be like, okay, I trust this girl. Mm -hmm. Okay. You know? So I think (sighs) we're just in a weird time right now. Yeah. I think we definitely have listeners who love to work with you as they're listening to this and someone they can trust. So where is the best place or places to get more information or to contact you? Yeah. So I prefer that people have my direct cell phone number. So I don't know if I can give that on here. Is that okay? I think they can be provided on writing. So I don't think you need to, if you want yeah, to. Yeah, I can give you that. I prefer, you know, I give out my personal cell phone number. I don't even have an office line because okay. I am available you know, sometimes people are in houses at, on a Saturday at three o'clock in the afternoon and they need to get a hold of me. That's outside of normal baking hours. But if it's the difference between you getting a home that you love and falling mm-hmm. home, I'm going to be available. So cell phone, text, best um, email. They can always reach me via email. Um, my Facebook and my social media is mainly where you can find information about me. Also okay. reviews. Um, but really like... <sighs> My social media is so it's intertwined with work and personal because okay. I'm a real person. You'll see yes. pictures of my kids. That's You'll see great. my twins being crazy. You'll see my <laughs> six year old in the community. Like we're, we're just here. We're local. And I okay. think that's what's most important about um, me and my team is that we're local. I grew up here. My business partner grew up here. Okay. Um, we know the road that you're going to buy a house on and yes. we might've been in that home before we probably played in that neighborhood. So okay. we definitely were cheering for the football teams. And okay. you have those ties then. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Well, Ashley Cameron, thank you so much for coming on here and just being such a bright light and showing that it doesn't have to be too much of a dark side <laughs> where you work. <laughs> so thank you so much. Thank you, Gabby. Thanks for listening to the Conscious Business Leader Podcast. If you're a conscious business leader or entrepreneur who would like to be on the program, please visit annasunchoy.com slash apply. Now, if you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone, text it to a friend, or post it on the socials. And if you do that, tag us with the hashtag ConsciousBusinessLeader. Now, can you also hook us up now to your podcast player and just give us a thumbs up 
or a rating and review. Your feedback helps us better empower that next generation of global leaders to cause a tipping point in elevating humanity's consciousness through being a loving presence. While you're at it, hit the subscribe button. You know why? Because each week you're going to be inspired and energized 15 minutes a day. My name is Anna Choi. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at AnnaSunChoi.com. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Conscious Business Leader Movement. Thank you.